Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Texas Double Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains, and today we have Zach Richardson on. He's 18, and he just ran a 100K, a 60-mile race at 18 with, like, barely any training. This man's a beast. But before we get into that, I got some exciting stuff. So we're recording this on a Friday, but it's coming out Saturday. So while you're listening to this, December, I think, what, what is it? I don't, I don't even know the date, the own date of my merch drop. December 5th at noon, our merch drop is dropping for our first ever um, original clothing brand. So like our designs, like what I'm wearing right now for the YouTube watchers, we're dropping it tomorrow at noon. It's going to sell out. Like I'm already, I've already sold a couple of like friends and family that wanted it before. And I didn't make a whole lot. I probably made 50 pairs of clothes all around. So, uh, yeah, make sure you hop on the merch drop, texasdoverunning.com at noon tomorrow. It's going to sell out, I bet, within 24 to 48 hours. Um, in my first ever race I'm putting on, race directing, is Saturday after next. I'll make a podcast talking about it, outweigh everything like that. But uh, now to get back to Zach. Zach, how's everything going? Uh, going great, you know, just trying to finish out this first semester here at college. That's about it. Yeah, this guy, he he's a cross-country runner. He's in college right now, and he went and ran. 60 mile race the other day. Um, but before we're going to get into that, we're going to go over the main topics and we'll touch on some subtopics um, just for the guests to know what we're going to be talking about. So I'm going to ask him about the Dino Valley 100K, which is the race he ran. Um, how do you keep strong mental toughness? And the third main topic is what's it like being an ultra marathon runner at such a young age? And we have a bunch of subtopics talking about Killian Jornet, um, Andrea Huser, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and a bunch of other really cool stuff, um, and a study from Hawaii, just some really cool stuff for, um, any children or children listening. So let's go ahead and hit the first main topic, the Dino Valley hundred gate. Tell us about it. Yeah, man. You know, uh, November 21st kind of signed up really out of nowhere, uh, running with a group team dirt and vert here in the Dallas area. No, that's a team. Dirt uh, yep. Shout to team dirt and vert. Well, yeah, I was kind of like, I want to do an ultra race, but. My coach kind of told me not to, so I kind of threw out the idea to run a 50K. He said, no, no you can't run the 50K. We got track season coming up. You never said you so can't run like, 100K. So I was like, you know what? We'll do the 100K then, I guess. <laughs> Sign up a month out, show up to the race day pretty much. So, yeah. yeah. This dude ran like 20 or 30 miles a week. I saw on Strava, like, this dude didn't, like, train how you should train for an ultra. Like, I would have, like, at least had, like, a 40-mile, 30-mile long run in there before. This man just jumped into it. Um, yeah, tell us about like what happened during the race. Yeah. So like you said, yeah, I didn't really train right for it. Uh, it's kind of the mental part. I knew I wasn't really physically ready, uh, being a month out on cross country legs, you know, I had the speed for 10 miles, but not for 60. Yeah. So it's kind of more mental training. Uh, yeah, the, the first loop, it's a six, six loops, 10 miles worth. You gotta do it six times. First loop we did, uh, pretty cool weather out, pretty nice in the morning, 8 a.m. start. Second loop came around, sun started to come out, started to heat up a little bit. That third loop, dehydration kicked in a little bit, you know, started to fill it, a little bit of vomiting, fun stuff. Uh, from there, it went downhill, had to start readjusting goals, uh, trying to go out for 13 hours, but didn't work out. Had to start kind of doing a little ultra runner shuffle at the end there. Yeah, I was um I was watching on the live feed. I don't know if you remember me texting you. I was like, you got one more yeah. loop. You're probably wondering how I knew. But uh, 
yeah, I was watching on the live uh, on the live feed. And I saw y'all uh y'all took it out pretty quick, but uh, I saw <laughs> in there you're doing little shuffles. So, oh yeah, yeah, that little first lap there. I think we finished in like an hour and twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, cooking pretty fast. Yeah, before you were telling me how you wanted to go for like the uh, y'all wanted to go for the course record and everything. I was like, dude, I was what like, we were shooting for. Yeah, hey, you you still got through it though, and you finished. Um, you're probably one of the youngest guys there finishing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Something like that. How did they react to you finishing? Were they just like, uh, well, I finished at, I finished about two thirty a.m. Uh, pretty much everybody was gone that would have cared. So I finished, sat in my car, kind of was pretty happy, drove back to the hotel and got some sleep. Did you, um, did you, uh, blast a little yachty like you said you were driving back home? Got done listening to a little boat, you know, just how it is. (laughs) I feel like a lot of the, um, uh, people that aren't Gen Z trail runners are not going to understand some of the stuff we're talking about, but that's totally okay. 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 You know? (laughs) Um, yeah. So yeah. Super cool, man. Um, man, I'm still, trust me, dude, I promise, dude, I'm not an ultra runner yet, but I will be, bro. Give me like, yes, you will like, give me like six months, six or eight. Yeah, You got it. And we're going to do one. And so, like, I'm going to have you come with me because you're a freaking 100K runner now. And guys, this guy, he went from a marathon to 100K. He didn't do a 50K or anything in between. He just jumped to it. So let's, um, I'll be there soon, guys, though. And I'll do a podcast talking about it. I'll yeah, probably he's have got it. a moment. And I'm we'll post it. Yeah, we'll post it on Texas Double Running YouTube channel. But um, yeah, so um, let's go ahead and go to one of the subtopics real quick. So Andrea Huser. I think that's her last name. Um, she's a champion ultra runner and she, uh, unfortunately she was doing a training run and she passed away on the training run. Um, she ended up like falling off the trail or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's just like, that's crazy because like my mom, like whenever I go run trails and stuff like that, or like when we went to New Mexico this summer and I was running trails, like, dude, it really is so easy to like, tragically fall like on some trails like it's i don't think some people understand how dangerous the um trails can be you know and um so yeah prayers go out to her though and her family um that's super tragic and just be care- that just goes to like be careful guys when y'all are trail running or running on trails or mountains alone or anything like it really is dangerous um yeah, yeah just one of the news things i want that i saw that i wanted to put in here for people that may not know about that. Um, uh, second thing, Killian Jornet drops out of a 24-hour record attempt saying he had chest pains and he felt dizzy and exhausted. He ended up in a hospital. So for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Killian Jornet is like the best ultra runner. And he was going to take the record for a 24-hour race. They run around a track for 24 hours. Whoever gets the most miles wins. And he wanted the world record, which is like 180-something miles or something crazy. And... He went for the record, I think, six or seven hours in. He mm-hmm. started feeling pains and stuff, had to get hospitalized, and ended up dropping out. Uh, what do you think about that, Zach? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty crazy because uh, I think he had, like, that 10K that he raced, like, 448 pace. So, I mean, he's, he's a quick guy at a lower level, but I don't, I don't know really what would have caused all that, all the problems that he was kind of facing. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, actually, like, I was surprised. Like, I remember tuning in on live. And it was actually right before he dropped out. I was like at the eight hour mark watching. And I was like, oh, I'll wake up tomorrow 
and see that he did it or something. And I woke up the next morning and I saw all these crazy things. I was like, oh, killing Jordan. He didn't even do it. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. And um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I said he felt dizzy, exhausted, and felt pain. So uh, I don't know if that's a COVID thing or what that is. But I don't know. I wonder if it was like something to do with overtraining, if he did kind of push it a little too much harder than what he normally does. Yeah, I have no clue. That, that was that was crazy to hear, though. But prayers go out to him, though. Um, <clears throat> all right, back to back to Zach. Zach. So we already covered how many miles he did per week going into it. Um, so what's the next distance? You did a hundred k. You just gonna skip to the two hundred miler now, or? <sighs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna try and kind of master the hundred k. Oh, maybe try and stay here for a bit. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at maybe some races in the summertime, some hotter ones in the summer, some 100Ks. And then <clears> after that, maybe – want to name one of the um, hot ones? I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. I've been looking around. I want to maybe one, try Bandera. What's the one July 24th, the marathon? Are you talking about the, the Texas Diablo putting on by – Texas Diablo marathon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be there. What, who's putting that on again? What's that company called? Pretty sure something like Texas Devil Running Company, right? The uh, yeah. up and coming yeah. company, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're um yeah, July twenty fourth, hardest marathon, hottest marathon in Texas coming out. Yes, sir. Plug that in there. But um yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be big. Um but uh you do, do you wanna do like the Coconino two hundred or something, like this summer or I don't know. I don't know. We're looking at some more hundred Ks, maybe a maybe a hundred miler in the summertime. Maybe. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Yeah, I think depending on how my knee feels, I want to do a hundred or not a hundred, a fifty K in the next eight to ten months. I'm serious. Right, right. Yeah. Like I wanna go I wanna do it somewhere cool. I don't want it to be like some like one of like like Ray Roberts, you know? I want it to be cool. Right. Yeah. You're gonna do some of those Aravipa. Yeah, yeah. Might have to. All right. Moving on to uh, the second main topic. So how do you keep strong mental toughness, dude? Because honestly, like obviously, physically, you weren't like physically – like you were fit, but you weren't physically fit for a 60-mile race. So it was no, obviously uh, nowhere near all it. mental. So tell us, how do you keep strong mental toughness? Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Probably about three weeks out from the race, I kind of realized nowhere near physically ready for this. Yeah. So it kind of turned into, I can't really prepare physically, but I know at mile 30, when I'm sitting down, got past the marathon, each new steps, a new achievement. I'm kind of like, I'm not going to really want to get out of that chair when I'm sitting there knowing I have a whole nother marathon to go. Yeah. All you have to do is just read the David, David Goggins book before your race and you're, yeah. You're good to go. Yeah, so, you know, there's just certain little things that I did that I didn't want to do at all in training to try and go. So I'd do a 15-mile run in the morning, uh, and then I'd wake up at, like, 1 a.m., get done with homework. And I'd be like, well, you know, I don't want to go run 10 miles, but I'm going to have to. And I'd get outside and go run another 10. Just little things like that to try and build the mental toughness. Yeah, yeah, I saw a lot of that in Strava. We were like, I didn't want to get up, but, yeah, do what you got to do. You need yeah. like David Goggins or something like that. Lot, lot, lots of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool, man. Um, did you ever yell, they don't, they don't know me on the trail? Uh, no, no, I, I did not. I thought it. 
a couple carry who's going to carry the logs you know a couple things like that yeah i feel like some people listening have no idea what we're talking about uh david <laughs> goggins is like the world's toughest man on earth he went through navy so training like th- or buds three times in a row and uh that's his thing he says is they don't know me and who's yeah. going to carry the logs he says they that don't know me hurt. son yeah they don't know him so um yeah just one of the little jokes we put in there for people that may not understand um but yeah, we'll go ahead and go back. Um, oh, these are questions that I'm going to ask you too. Um, these are questions we ask every guest. So okay. what's your biggest weakness? My biggest weakness. And it could be a true biggest weakness. Like it's not like it's, a job interview question. I would say probably slipping into being too comfortable in my life. There's certain times, you know, I wake up and I, I don't want to do something. So I'd, I'll push off and I just won't do it. Yeah. Uh, even though it's like, it's going for a run, going to the gym. I, I don't want to do it. It's probably my biggest weakness is uh, becoming too comfortable. Yeah. You do leg day? Do I do leg day? Yeah. I do now. I, I realized I needed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I was well, um, before the semester ended, but I've been like here like almost about two weeks now and have been to the gym yet. So when I go back for leg day, it's going to be a tough couple of days running. So. It's going to be a tough week, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is a big thing. Ultra trail runners out there listening, don't skip leg day. You no, you can't. Like, Jim Walmsley, he might skip leg day. But guess what? You you don't you don't skip leg day. You know? We, yeah. No, no more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. If you listen to Greg, uh, which is the, the guy on Team Dotenberg, he's actually like a really good ultra marathon runner. And uh, mm-hmm. he talks a lot about strength and everything like that. Like it's important. And yeah. He I does mean, lots of yoga, lots of strength training. Uh, doesn't run that many miles, honestly. Yeah. And that guy that ran the 200 mile race that I had on a um, couple, it was like a month or two ago, actually. Um, why can I not think of his name? I think it's, no, it's not Nick. It might be Nick. I can't think of his name um, right off the top of my head. If you're listening, I'm so sorry. But um, he talked about how, oh, training for the 200 mile race. I think it was the Moab 240. You yeah. would always do strength training. And he told us his schedule. It was like all body weight. It was like crazy amount of burpees, like squat stuff, mm-hmm. ab stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Important. Cause it builds up in the end at mile, mile hundred, you still have 140 to go. Yeah. yeah. You can rely on a lot of running, but you got to rely on a lot of strength. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've been doing, a lot of upper body. Like I always do pushups and stuff, but I don't ever really do leg stuff. So I probably need to start doing that. Right. Everybody listening out there probably does also, but yeah, we'll keep you updated on later podcast. Um, <laughs> so where do you see yourself in one year? In one year from now? Yeah. One year. Uh, I see myself growing as not only as like an athlete, but my, my mental fortitude whenever it comes to running these distances. Uh, yeah lots of lots of more training i need a lot more training for this kind of stuff yeah kind of kind of open my eyes definitely yeah yeah that's good um so what did your parents think about you running this race did they even know did you tell them well i i told my mom two weeks out i went home to visit and i was like show up there and I, i just got done with a run I was like, hey, mom, I had all my stuff on still. Like, yeah, well, I, I got 100K coming up. Uh, she, said I, she said I was crazy. My, my dad said I was crazy. 
Every, I mean, they, they all said I was crazy, but, you know, they, they were all pretty supportive about it. Uh, yeah. I feel Everybody like, was pretty happy afterwards. Yeah, that's good. That's good to have people supported and happy for you. I mean, I feel like if I did, <clears throat> my parents would be mad because they'd be like, because they know, because I've said it, that um, running that distance makes you have slow twitch muscles and it makes you slower for slower distances that we need for college cross country. Right. And so they already know that. So if I told them, Hey, I'm going to go run a, a 50 K or hundred K they're going to be like, you shouldn't be doing that. And I'd be like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So if I ever did, my, my mom was like, are, are you, are you ready for that? I was like, Oh yeah, no, definitely not. So that didn't really really reassure it at all. Kind of, yeah. kind of made it worse. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's the best way to do it. And honestly, now that I think about it, dude, uh, when I'm doing my first 50K, I'll just do it solo with you. And we could do yeah. it like, on the hottest day in the summer in Texas. Oh, yeah. On the yeah, I'll be there. Day. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Because I can't tell my parents. I can't go sign up for one to go because then my parents. <laughs> so, mom and dad, if you're listening, um, I was just kidding. So Just yeah. kidding. We're not doing that. Yeah. Psh, we're not going to. We're messing around. Yeah. Yeah. A study in Hawaii showed that an ultra running. It isn't muscle. It's mostly mental. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can pretty much attest to that right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true. It's not. It's it's willpower. Like that's what ultra running is about. And I say that yeah. like I am an ultra runner, but I mean, I'm saying it based off of other people's experiences. Right. Like, everybody says it's all mental, and it's so true. Like if you're doing a race, it's totally all mental. So. Especially when it comes down to like loops like that and you get done and you're back at the car, you have your keys and you can easily tell them, Hey, I'm going home, put your keys in your car and you leave. Yeah. But you still got two more laps, 20 more miles to go. You're kind of vomiting laying there on the side of the trail. You're like, well, we just got to kind of finish this off. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally such, like, that's why I don't like loop races and mm-hmm. for the races I'm making for like, may june and august like all those ultra races i'm putting together i purposely made them to where they don't have a lot of loops but sometimes you just have to put loops sometimes you have to to add on those distances yeah like the east texas ultra it's only like a four mile route that we have at that state park we want to put it on so we have to make it like a seven loop thing for a 50k so i mean um it it makes it so much harder for runners and just because like it is a mental thing. You're like, Oh, I have, I'm only halfway done. I have three more loops to go. <laughs> that was only three, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, it's definitely a mental thing. Especially what about the, uh, what about the big dog? The last man standing last man. Oh yeah. So that one, if none of my races get approved in may, so may, okay, let me go ahead and pull this up real quick. <clears throat> so may, may 8th is supposed to be the Chupacabra 50 K. I can't say where, but it's near Wichita Falls. And then May 22nd is the East Texas Ultra, which is near Tyler, Texas. It's not at Tyler State Park, though. Um, So those two are supposed to be done, and they purposely have a week in the middle to where I could promote the other one and have, like, a whole week off and then put put on the next race. So if neither one of those get it, if one of those, both of them get approved in May, the last man standing race, which is going to be in the Dallas area, is going to be November of next year. So November 2021. But if one of those don't get approved, then I'm going to do it in May. So it's called the Backland. It's a last man standing race. It's going to be at Lake Texoma. Uh, 
on some guy's property and parking is going to be at the marina. And it's November 27th, 2021 is where I got it planned right now. But uh, it's going to be such a cool race, dude. Like, yeah, I'll be there for that one. Dude, it's going to be, there's not a race like that in the Dallas area. No. Like anywhere around us. It's like, I don't even know if there's really one in Texas, honestly. There's, there's one I found on Ultra Sign Up. That's in like by San Antonio, I think, or Austin. Oh, okay. And that's one. It's like on some random day, sometime I, I forgot when, but like, there's not a known Texas last man standing trail race. I mean, no, uh-uh. you got the Jack Lope Jam, which trail racing over Texas puts on, but that's all hour loop stuff. So, um, yeah, and I'm pretty I excited to, for that one. Yeah, and I think I might get it as a golden ticket race for. There's this last man standing race that's huge. I think. Um, the guy that puts on the Barclays puts it on, and if you yeah, uh, the big backyard ultra, yeah, yeah the big Glass. backyard. I messaged them and I told them, hey, I'm putting on this race, and I think they said it has to be a certain distance each loop does. And mm-hmm. with this new location, like Texoma, I might, I think I'll be able to have like three miles worth of trail for each loop. So I might get it as a golden ticket race if I do. Hey, that's just another reason to go. So that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. So moving on to the last main topic, um, what's it like being an ultra runner at such a young age? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, I like it. I think it's pretty fun. Yeah. You know, it, it's different. Not many people our age are actually trying for this kind of crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it feels pretty good in a lot of ways. You know, uh, to be to be doing something so out of the ordinary. Uh, I don't know. It, it's pretty fun, but. You know, we kind of we, – we get the slack end of the deal. We're really young. Uh, we have a lot of the fast switch, like you're talking about, cross-country, you know. Dude, Coming I into love... a 100K race, 50K race, we're yeah. not really the favorites. Yeah, so we get I... a lot of the end of the yeah. slack. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you on that. And I, I love being young and fast and college runners because not only do we love trail running, but when we go out for trail runnings, like trail running races – First off, if it's a shorter distance, we're probably going to win. People see us and like, oh, of course yeah. we got the fast young guy here. And then um, when you go to like runs and meet up, if you just feel good that day and you go run out, it's fun <laughs> to get some KOMs on some trails. Of some oh, yeah. Trails and Irwin like, Park, Team Dirtenvert. Yeah, Irwin Park. Like you said you got one KOM there, right? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's the Irwin Park loop. Okay. The oh, Team loop. I was close to that one, dude. I was running that. I forgot what I'm running. I think it was last weekend or the weekend before or something. And it popped up on my – I was running with my phone on Strava. And it showed <laughs> that I was on pace, bro. But then I lost it. Then I was, uh, I was, I was I'm going to have to go out and push a little harder Sunday. Maybe maybe push the pace a little bit. Yeah, we're going to have to race a little bit Sunday. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, and also I wanted to add, a lot of people, they support you. They support us as young guys running trails. Mm-hmm. But they do have an opinion. And I'm going to go and say it real quick. They, they, a lot of older people, which are not wrong, but they talk about how at our age, you, we shouldn't be running ultras. And just because, you know, we're still developing, we're not fully matured yet in our bodies. It's just not good for our bodies and stuff like that. Yeah. They have a good point. They do. Yeah. And they do. And they're right. I mean, we really shouldn't be, but Hey, I mean, you're only on this earth for 80 and hundred years. Maybe. Why not? Why not go for it? I mean, why not push the limits a little bit? Yeah, and hey, if you can't run or walk for like a year because you like messed up your hips or something, hey, it's hey. part of the, it's part of the thing. I mean, ultra running in general is not really healthy. So 
Yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of people really don't support it though. But you know, we we, we make the best of it. So it's true. Yeah. So the at the Dino Dino Valley hundred K, um, what did you get when you finished? Uh, like like what do you mean? What did I get? Like uh, placing? Um, yeah, that and also like, uh, did you get like medals and stuff or how that work? Yeah. Yes. So I came in. If I'm not wrong, I finished in eighth place. Okay. Uh, might be wrong. It might be ninth. It's eight, eight or nine. Uh, like 18 hours, I think. So, yeah, when I got done, I finished. Of course, it was like 2.40 in the morning. Uh, but, yeah, I have a, a medal, the finisher's medal. And then the buckle is being sent to the house. I think six weeks is the total. So I'm going to be getting a 100K buckle in the mail. Hey, that, I forgot you get a buckle. That's cool. Is that the... That's a wait. They had a hundred miler going on too, right? Yeah. So the hundred miler is a golden buckle, uh, and then they have a twenty-four hour buckle for the hundred miler. It's silver, and so my hundred k is silver. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. They yep. actually have a buckle. It'll be your first ever hundred k. First um, buckle. Yeah, dinosaur valley hundred k was your first one. Bro, I'm scared. To, I'm scared to think of what we're going to be running like ten years from now. Oh, it's going to be some. Uh, sadistic stuff. Some like 300 mile race in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. I know there was one. I said there one where like they like sled like 300 miles. They carry a sled or something for like two or 300 miles. And we can do some, we can do some ruck running, run with the 50 pound bags on us. Dude, I'm actually down. Like, <laughs> honestly, you know what? This weekend, let's just do three loops at Irwin and call it an ultra. Let's do okay. 50K this weekend. Although we got to start early. I got work. What time you got work? 12 12 okay we'll start at 6 a.m fine by me i'll be there and we should finish actually no since you start at 12 we'll start at 5 a.m and we should finish around 10 yeah push it push the limits a little bit five hours i got the nutrition hours yeah yeah and if you gotta leave early that's fine i'll finish the last loop i'll gut it out oh no no, i'll show up to work late you're not finishing (laughs) you're not finishing without me all right, but yeah, that's the plan. Everyone show up Team Dirt Vert Sunday. Team Dirt Vert, 730 Irwin Park. Yeah, honestly, guys, they're an awesome group to run with. Uh, I run with them. I ran with them a lot in the summer, and then I got back, and I ran with yeah. them. Yeah, there's, there's a pace group for everybody. Yeah, literally, like, you got the really fast guys in the front, which was like three or four, and then you got, like, the normal, like, literally, you got the middle pack, which runs, like, a couple people, and you got the back backpack to where, like, it's literally people running their first mile for the first time or something like literally mm-hmm. everybody. So if you're fast, slow, it doesn't matter. Like even if you could like only walk, like yeah, bring your dogs. Yeah. Your yeah. Mom, they got dogs family. and stuff. So yeah. And I got one of their hoodies too. I wish I had brought it, but um, they got cool merch and stuff like that. So yeah. Huge shout out to, to team Bear and Bear. They're, they're a cool group. So, and plus we'll be out there almost every weekend. So yeah, definitely got to show up. But yeah, man, I think that, um, we covered everything. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I covered all the topics and everything. Yeah. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, everyone go check out his Instagram. It's in the link. Uh, yeah, it's in the link below this. Um, you can give him a follow on there. And uh, yeah, you'll definitely see more from him. Um, but we'll definitely be on here again. But uh, yeah, guys, make sure you go give him a follow. You got any last words? Uh, yeah, thank you for having me. And- Thanks for coming He's a good on, guy. Man. Everybody, come out to every single one of the races. 
going to have a lot of people, a lot of fun. I appreciate it, man. Yep. Six races next year, 2021. But, uh, yeah. So every Saturday, the show's every Saturday. Um, they range anywhere between 20 minutes to an hour. So I'm definitely tuning in on whether it's a long run or your um, ride to work or whatever. And guys, can y'all please leave a rating below? Um, we have several hundred listeners and um, we only have like two ratings on Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just click the five stars. Um, please click the five stars. Uh, nothing just below with the that. five stars. Yeah, just, just the click, five. The, click the five stars below. And uh, you don't even have to like leave a written comment or nothing like that. So I would appreciate smash that. Smash the like button. Yeah, smash the like. Smash the five-star <laughs> button. But yeah, guys, I really appreciate it, though. And I'll see you all next Saturday.